This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad. Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You two characters are going to Top Gun. For five weeks, you're going to fly against the best fighter pilots in the world. You were number two. Cougar was number one. Cougar lost it, turned in his wings. You guys are number one. But you remember one thing. You screw up just this much. You'll be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yes. Let's get it, boys. The return of Mackie and Judd's action movie rewind. Right. Every time we say action movie rewind, Declan has to hit the explosion sounder. Action movie rewind. (laughs) I think we're on, what, a nine-month hiatus? We stopped doing movie Mm -hmm. reviews after two years, like a year and a half back in maybe September or August of 2021. Say, yeah, probably started football Vikings. season. Yeah, right around football season, we put yeah. it on pause. I mean, yeah. So it, here it we happens. are. Every we're single back. Friday or thereabouts, we're gonna and and I know we've done a bunch of action movie rewinds, which you can find on previous Friday episodes of Mackie and Judd going back to the spring of 2020. But we're starting with a clean slate and a slightly different format here. So we used to do different categories: favorite, you know, part of the movie, least favorite part. We're gonna turn these action movie rewinds into statements. So every Monday we do statements from the weekend. These are going to be statements about the action movies. Could be good, bad, whatever you guys want to turn it into. Mm -hmm. But we're starting off with Action Movie Rewind version 2.0 with Top Gun as the sequel 36 years later comes out this weekend. And we'll be doing that one sometime soon here too. Top Gun from 1986. Here's the summary. Top Gun Naval Fighter Weapons School is where the best of the best train to refine their elite flying skills. When hotshot fighter pilot Maverick is sent to the school, his reckless attitude and cocky demeanor puts him at odds with the other pilots, especially the cool and collected Iceman. But Maverick isn't only competing to be the top fighter pilot. He's also competing for the attention of his beautiful flight instructor, Charlotte Blackwood. Rotten Tomatoes, 55%. The Rotten Tomatoes critics and consensus says, though it features some of the most memorable and electrifying aerial footage shot with an expert Eye for action, Top Gun offers too little for non-adolescent viewers to chew on when its characters aren't in the air. So, very uh, lukewarm review at best there. $15 million budget turned into $357 million at the box office, starring Tom Cruise, Val Kilmer, Anthony Edwards, Kelly McGillis, Meg Ryan. And here's one fun fact for you guys. Due to their use by characters in the film, bomber jacket sales increased and Ray-Ban Aviator sunglasses jumped 40%. Wow. Let's start with Judd. What is statement number one for you here? Top so, gun. So I was incredibly thorough with this assignment. I not only went back and watched the film yesterday. Okay, Maverick. But two days ago. Okay, Panic. But two days ago, Panic here, or or as I like to be called now, Surly. Um, I went back and listened 
to our initial review to wow. see our thoughts at that time. Because if you guys recall, Phil and Declan had never seen the film at yeah. that time. And mm -hmm. and we had a lot of we had a, a very interesting discussion that I think is now going to be changed. And my first statement is this. And this was something that Phil brought up in the initial dissection of Top Gun. I don't remember anything I said other than like, wow, this I can't is the most I interesting this thing. Movie. Watching this film through the prism of knowing that it was actually a propaganda film for the United States military <laughs> and Navy made it far more interesting because the prism that i watched this through now was like i didn't know that and and when we did it the the initial amr off of it feels like yeah and he read it through the, the fact that this was done basically because um post v vietnam this whole program and flying the Na navy had taken a hit and so they were trying to get young people excited again um, through that prism and the irresponsibility, at least initially for a large part of the film of Maverick and the tragedy, knowing that this was sort of a souped up on purpose, we want to draw people back in, made this experience, I thought personally, in going back to watch it, all the more intriguing. Yeah, from, from Wikipedia, the producers wanted the assistance of the U.S. Navy in the production of the film. The Navy was influential in relation to script approval, which resulted in changes being made. The opening dogfight was moved to international waters as opposed to Cuba. The language was toned down, and a scene that involved the crash on the deck of an aircraft carrier was also scrapped. So they just, they wanted to be, and they were very vague about who the bogeys were, right? Oh, we got an incoming... You know, they weren't, they, they, I don't even remember who the, the enemy. Like the mix, there was none. They so they never, didn't even, they didn't even say which country was attacking, right? It was zero. just, yeah, it's so interesting because they didn't want to ruffle any feathers of right. potentially other countries, right? Correct. Uh, Maverick's love interest was also changed from a female enlisted member of the Navy to a civilian contractor due to the U.S. military's prohibition of fraternization between officers and enlisted personnel. Hmm. So they just they didn't want any, uh, oh, look at these two over here they breaking it. military rules. They sort of scrubbed it. <laughs> so, yeah, this movie was propaganda. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it truly was. Uh, all right, Declan. Okay, so. Here, I'll give you the transition. You Thank you. Similar to Judd, uh, I went back and briefly listened to what was said about this film. Uh, we, re we reviewed this September of 2020. So it's been almost two years. Uh, it's been a year and a half since since we reviewed this film and to Judd's point it was my first time watching it this was also then my second time I haven't watched it since we reviewed these films so this was my second time watching this film um, and I, I was eager to see how I would feel about the second time around uh, my statement is is very simple I, I still don't understand this movie I, I, I don't I still don't understand what, the hype what? for this movie I don't I don't get this movie I, I, I think it's a pop culture like iconic film I understand that I can't like you do doesn't sound like you no, do. I, I understand why people dig it. I personally think this is just like an average at best film. Oh. I, I don't oh. I don't understand the hype. But I want to put a subplot in this statement that I am very eager for the sequel because I think the sequel is going to be better. I well, think the sequel, the sequel is already like 97% on Rotten Tomatoes. Which, is, which certainly yeah. is helping me there. And I, I, I think I told you guys too in text yesterday, I'm a big Miles Teller fan. I love Miles Teller and I love it even more that he's playing Goose's son because Goose is my favorite character in this film by far. Wow. But I still don't really understand the hype for this movie, which will give that, will, will then now parlay into take. other statements I'm going to make 
about the film, but I, I still, my, my I first one is. I thought you'd come back and be like, now I get it. No, I don't understand it. Okay. I don't get it. But what is, are you saying, just to be clear here, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not saying that the movie's confusing or the plot's confusing in some way, are you? Or are you, are you not saying? Not necessarily, no. Um, I, I just, I, I don't get the, like, people, a lot of people of, of from Phil's, I think, age to an up. Like, I was born, I'm, what, seven, eight years younger than Phil. Like, I was born in 92. I don't think people much from my age group up understand the hype for Top Gun, where people before it, like, it's it's gospel to them. It's literally, like, it's, when they think 80s movies and they think Tom Cruise, they think Top Gun. And for me, I don't get that same hype. I can't gravitate there. I, I can't get there. Okay, I think, I'll give you my first statement, because I think it'll kind of, kind of, part of the reason why I love this movie is because, and here's my statement, this is the full Tom Cruise experience in this mm-hmm. movie. And there are several movies where you get the full Tom Cruise experience. Yep. Everything from the cheesy one-liners. I just wrote down some of these lines. One of them was when he, when he walks into the bar and he turns to Goose and he goes, this is what I call a target-rich environment. You know, it's like, okay. okay. That might have been an ad lib for all, for all we know. Uh, the perma-cocky grin on his face for <laughs> two hours. Getting offended when she, you know, having his ego bruised is always a thing in these Tom Cruise movies where she critiques his flying and he throws a big tantrum. Uh, Manic swings and mood are a staple of Tom Cruise movies. Tom Cruise does a lot of his own stunts, too. So him running, him in a cockpit, Tom Cruise running around playing volleyball with his shirt off and stuff. Like, this is just full on 10 out of 10 Tom Cruise experience in Top Gun. Mm -hmm. And, uh. He's not my favorite actor, but I love when he is just like Jerry Maguire, right? When, when you just get two hours of full Tom Cruise in your face, it's uh, it's glorious. Yeah, and he, it, it was perfect Cruise, too. Like, it, it was the perfect project, right? Like, it's sort of sanitized, um, so it's not like there's – it's not like a hardcore it, – it's – it is great gloss. Like, this film is great gloss. It's shot well. It's fun. Um, and again, I mean, it clearly like it made perfect sense, Phil, when, when you uh, when we talked about it the, the first time back as Dex said in September of 20, that this was the military saying, we'll help you out a lot here. But you got you got to help us, too. And like Tom Cruise is sort of like the po- the perfect at that age poster child. Right. Like cocky, sure of himself, way yeah. too cocky. Um, but I think to Declan's point, I think this film 1000 percent lacks depth but if i can explain it this way the 80s lacked all depth yeah that's a good like point there was it it was it was it was cocaine and bad hair dude <laughs> like there wasn't a lot of thinking going on yeah did you want like what what would what would have made this movie click more for you more plot yeah, a little bit more plot. I would want more. Do you honestly, want planes? Are you just not a planes guy? No, I, 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 I'm all about the planes, the fighter jet scenes. Like those are those are fine. Um, I also want, and I, I hope maybe the sequel somewhat touches on it. I don't think it will, but I'm curious if it does. I want more backstory. I want like I would rather I would prefer a prequel into Maverick. Like it just he's thrusted into this role. His dad went missing as a fighter pilot, and all of a sudden here he is at Top Gun. That's it's just like boom, here we are, and it's like well, I want wait wait. Give me so you more. Want, you want like a six episode miniseries on Hulu or something called yes. Maverick, right? Maverick. Just what's yes. the lead up? Nah. Yeah. A full episode, a full arc about his dad. Give me mindless. Yeah. Mindless <laughs> gloss. All right, back to Judd. So one of the biggest question marks that we talked about 
throughout almost the entire previous review that we did was who's the enemy like they're talking about migs but you don't know who it is you don't know who they're going against they're just being attacked um but they were very careful to say at one point in the dialogue of the film that you know we're not at war right now but you have to be prepared so like and at the time that's true um but i figured it out so i'm watching this and and, there, and there's a couple things here but like we kept and i kept saying who's the who's the bad guy here my statement is this the enemy upon my second watching of this yesterday was the past and maverick himself trying to impress his dead dad duke wow. that was the enemy that, he was wow. fighting the past. Wow, that's deep. That's he, that he was deep, dude. <laughs> but he was. He was fight. I, I mean, the whole scene with Tom Skerritt, right? Your dad did it right. He did. Okay, good. Like, you don't know that much. I mean, to Declan's point, there's no depth here. Like, everything is just bubble gummed. But he was fighting the past. I need to wrap my head around this. So, yeah, I think, but, but, so, because later in the show here, we, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to have, we're going to rate the movie on entertainment value one to 10. And then we're going to rate the movie. We have, we have definitive bad guy ratings as well. Yep. Uh, there's really no bad guy. Correct. They're, they're not fighting a country. Yeah. He's sort of fighting his own demons. Himself, he's fighting yeah. his own. He's fighting yeah. himself. He's his own yeah. enemy. Yeah. I can't remember. What did we do last time? Did we just not have an enemy or a bad we guy? One. We didn't have one. It's the, it was the only action movie that we, we just did. That. We just didn't have a bad yep. guy. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, because it's it's one of the rare action movies where it's not like a conflict against someone or something, right? It's Maverick against Maverick. I like mm-hmm. it. Okay. okay. All right, I know this is the full Tom Cruise experience, and it is. Like it is. It 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 very much is. But my statement is, Tom Cruise is just a creep in this movie, man, <laughs> and he has massive, well, pun intended, little man syndrome throughout this entire film. <laughs> Like, he's in the bar trying to woo someone. He follows her into the bathroom. He throws temper tantrums. He has mood swings. It's all the classic, like, traits of that little man syndrome, as the PC way I can say that. And he he's he's just a creep the entire film. Like, I don't understand the lure of him in this entire... I, again, to my grand scheme, well, this like... Is, he plays this character in pretty much every yeah. movie to some extent. So, like, this I is guess a, the a groundwork, version of it. Yeah, and it's just... He's so creepy in this movie, man. Like the entire the entire film, he's weird. He's just a goofy dude, and that is Tom Cruise. I I get that. I get that. Um, but my my statement is he's a creep, and he has little man syndrome, and it's and it's and it's displayed throughout the entire movie. Well, how about the scene in the elevator? So they're sitting. And by the way, so the scene in the elevator where the, the guy gets on I the was, elevator, yeah. she's got a this. hat on. The reason why she has a hat on is because that was. They had to reshoot some scenes later on after the production, and she had a different hair color for a different movie she was filming. Oh, yeah. And so they made her put a hat on to hide nice. her hair. Nice work. Production out there for you guys. Good. But he leans over to her at one point. I think she says something like, I'm I'm going to be your, like, when we're here, I am your flight instructor, but, you know, but we can get dinner over here. Right. And, he, and he walks right up close to her, and you think, oh, they're going to kiss in the elevator. It's going to be great. And he does the weird Tom Cruise thing where he just walks right up to her face and says... I'm glad we cleared that up. And then gets out of the elevator. Like he's constantly marking his territory in all these movies, right? Especially this one. Well, and and what we didn't know at the time, but I think we've come to find out about TC is this. Like a lot of his acting is very much like he, like he is. Is. Like he's a really weird dude. We all know that by now. Mm -hmm. Um, But Dex, I, 
I would say my observation of your problems with it, this film, and I'm going to sound old here, but it really comes from the fact that at that time, that was all like very, because it, it is weird, but it was 80s culture that. is an island yes, unto itself. I can't describe right? it, and I sound like an old, old guy, and I'm not defending sure. it because it was weird, but Phil's mm-hmm. right. It's just this weird space of time where everything was just sort of glossy and and I'm not j- joking. I mean, that was the decade of cocaine. That was the decade. Mm-hmm. So like it makes total sense that a person born in 92 is like what's the allure here? And yeah. Phil gets it and I totally get it. I don't know why I liked it, but I was there for it and it was weird. I kind of get. I wasn't. I didn't live through that era because I was born in 1985. So feels like you embrace it more though. But I got way into 80s culture in like high school. I started buying like 80s hairband CDs and and 80s retro shirts and hats and things like that. Like I had a. I wore a White Snake T-shirt in high school. You know. Well, I like that. No, I never saw White Snake. I'd love to go see White Snake at some point, but. Okay, so speaking of 80s and 90s culture, my next statement is I don't understand why people in the 80s and early 90s wore jeans while doing athletic things. So this was – I remember as a kid even like in the early 90s playing baseball and stuff and like all the kids were wearing jeans and I would wear sweatpants because, you know, why are you wearing jeans? The volleyball scene that Declan is singing the uh, Kenny Loggins song to – Right, they're just now out there. Sued, you guys. They're just diving Sober. around in jeans, just wearing Levi's on a. It, and it well, it's San Diego, burn. by the way. It is probably ninety degrees. They're wearing jeans. So I went back and watched that again. Cruises in jeans. Anthony Edwards goose is like in some type of like what looked like some type of wind pants or it could, and some guys. So so like Cruz is, I think, the only guy who's like wearing full jeans. Because he's going to go on that date, but that's still weird. Although, okay, let's let's talk about that for a second. So, okay, so he goes. They're just going. They're just playing with the boys. boys. Right? They're just they're just playing go. volleyball Goose. with each other. One more game, Mav. Got to go. And Goose is adamant. Like we need to play another game. And then yeah. so Maverick is sweaty. He's full of sand. He puts his white t-shirt back on. Then puts a thick winter bomber jacket on. Yes. yes. To go ride his motorcycle. Yes. And he shows up. At Charlie's house, late, so he's already late, and he asks her if he can take a shower at her house. Yeah. This is their first date, yeah. and he just rolls, and he's like, do you mind if I take a shower and clean up real quick? Yes. What? In fact, this leads to my next statement, because I love yep. that fact. Okay? Yep. Here's my next statement. <laughs> I got one. The only place that I will ding this film severely, because I, I get it. It's bubblegum, and it's fun. And it's look, it's, it's really well shot. It it sucks you in from the very start. The opening is fantastic. But where I will ding this is, and we said this last time, and I watched it closer this time and feel more secure in this statement than ever. The supposed relationship between Maverick and and Charlie is so unbelievable. And the chemistry between those two actors is so bad I'm surprised they didn't replace one of, of them. It probably would, would have been her. They didn't bring the her back least, for the for or, the sequel. Or well, no, she, she's, she's also back. gone through some she's, issues. She's yeah. gone through some issues. Yeah, but I am surprised that like at some point in time they didn't say this isn't even plausible. And I I did read I don't know, but I did read that in the new one 
that they basically have just distanced relationships completely. Okay. So I just got a we'll I just got a, uh, an alert from Fandango literally just now that says Top Gun Maverick lands at a theater near you today. Get your tickets now. You got to get Look your tickets. Propaganda. But anyway, did the the relationship between those two is in no way, shape, or form fun to watch or believable? Well, you've so you've opened up two different categories of discussion here. There's the chemistry between the two of them, which didn't work. I don't think it's her fault. I think well, Tom, how many movies have you watched Tom Cruise in and thought, yeah, he is making a normal connection with a woman? Yeah, it's fine. You know, Blame maybe maybe Jerry Maguire with Renee Zellweger. It stunk. The relationship, the chemistry. Here, Here's what I don't get. Why did you force that when the chemistry is Goose and Maverick? Well, you need a love interest of some. If, if you don't have an enemy, you need a love interest of some Barely. kind. I don't need this movie would have been say. 40 minutes if they didn't have the the love interest aspect. The, the love interest aspect was half the movie. The sex scene is one of the most one it's of painful. the most uncomfortable sex scenes I have ever so, seen. So, before I get to my statement here cuz I was I was watching this too with my girlfriend and her mom who loved this oh, movie man. by the way. Love this movie, especially the volleyball scene for obvious reasons for them on that side. Just oh, really? glistening dog tags and But at one muscles. point after the volleyball scene, when like the actual yeah the sex scene takes place, the love scene between the two, I said like this is legitimately like one of the most uncomfortable ones ever. And her mom disagreed and said actually I think it's one of the better ones. I think it's I think it actually holds up still. Is it the, I was is like, it the, is it the music that take my breath? I was like away yeah, I didn't really understand, but but then she also points out, and I didn't know this fact that that uh, the actress that plays that plays Charlie Kelly is Michaelis. a les- is a lesbian in real life. Oh okay. And Tom Cruise. Let's just is Tom Cruise. say there's is Tom Cruise. It's Tom Cruise. Is Tom Cruise. So naturally, I think the disconnect there, like you can just tell, like it was awkward, dude. Yeah. It, 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 the yeah. ends don't justify the means between the two. That's as, that's as, that's about, that, well, you paint sense. the picture. <laughs> oh, my God. Question, my question is this in so the makes actual sense. scene, because I did watch it closely. I'm not even sure that's really her. It's definitely him. But like, oh, so they they put a stunt maybe. woman. Oh, I don't, maybe to form I don't better know that chemistry. for sure. But what I'm saying is, when I when I watched it with how she is shot, it doesn't have to be her. Yeah, it's definitely okay. him. Tom Cruise does all of his own stunts in the bedroom and in the air. Oh God! I anyway, would say that one to me was. I'll do it for that. My biggest observation of that relationship, just the on-screen relationship, is it's supposed to be this extremely taboo discreet yeah. relationship right like holy crap this is the top one percent of the u.s naval academy right these are these are the most respected top and this is all within a military structure and you have an instructor and a right. student hooking up with each other right and they're riding around san diego yes. on motorcycles yes. in convertibles like well, they're not first in, they're discreet at they're first making they're discreet. out in public and with then, each other <laughs> And then it's Goose and Goose's wife and her. And, and then they're like Drew. riding in the elevator together yes. and stuff. It's just like the least discreet relationship. By the end, it's like, you know, hey, let's go to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> my, my statement on that is, I wrote this down. Charlie either has bleep standards for love or is lying about not being wooed by previous students. Because she says that. <laughs> yeah, dude, she hooks up She's, with so many students. She you says know that. She Point blank to him, like, I get new students every eight weeks. You don't think, like, someone's ever tried to hit on me is, like, what she insinuates there. So either two things. 
Either she has crap standards for love because she falls in love with a guy that followed her into a bathroom and made one comment about, about his flying and then she's in love with him. Or, or she has been wooed and has been taking, not taking advantage, I shouldn't say that, has been, had previous relationships with other students. It's one of the two things. It's amazing. As Jeff yeah, continues to sing. Real quick here, uh, a contractor may have shown up at my door, so I am going to go check on while my dog is barking at the door while you guys throw out another statement here. Judd, without stop singing, singing please. please stop singing and Come giving on, me a next good. statement. That's good. That's good stuff. God, you guys, I'm, I'm kicking in something. Okay, here's my next statement. Um, I, I have a lot of statements, too. Um, as far as timing goes on this film, because here's the one thing I liked about this film. There were a lot of potential storylines that they don't explore on purpose because it's supposed to be quick and and seamless. And really, the star of the film are, are the planes and the action. Viper, Tom Skerritt, basically yeah. telling Maverick to shake off Goose's death, seemingly in the film, like the day it happened or yeah, the I day know. after it was both heartless and a genius, a genius cinematic move to keep the action going. Because where I will d disagree with Phil, and you to a certain point, Dex, is there were other avenues that, that if they had if they had decided it, this love thing between Maverick and Charlie does not work, they could have easily explored different things, including yeah. Goose's death. Like, Goose's death could have been way more. Uh, Meg Ryan is great. She could have been in the oh, film. Oh, she's more. phenomenal. Right, but yeah. she wasn't. And by the way, the chemistry between Cruz and her better than it was between Charlie and her. Yeah. But my point but my <laughs> point is they were and I admire this. They were so transparent on how the film was going to be shot and it wasn't going to go too long, which this film does not. That Goose's death is basically handled with a shake it off kid, it'll happen again. So I should have I should have just asked I had I have two siblings one who's still active in the military I should have just asked them this but it seems like to me that his instructor's advice there like that that seems like military culture though like it's it's heartless don't get me wrong it's heartless but like and especially if if you're in like the fighter jet type of uh, of, just, of area of work as, as I as he literally he's like yeah it happens like people die like you know and and yeah. I I feel like that's probably as heartless as that sounds and as empathy there should be maybe a little more empathy involved that that kind of that's probably military that that's probably a very safe assumption that that is it. a that 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 is a very normal thing in the military um to your point too and one of my statements too was the better love story here is Meg Ryan and Anthony Edwards like they, their their love is amazing they have a obviously they have a little boy who now you know that that's Miles Teller in the in the next film and stuff right. but clearly um there's also like their relationship. It's it's adorable. They're they're singing Take songs to together. Lose me forever. Me forever. Yeah, and apparently that so is corny. just a genius line from my my beautiful girlfriend's mother that says like that is one of the better lines ever. I was like that is so Don loves that line. Sorry, Dawn, I missed Dawn I missed the last five minutes because I have a contractor looking to fix the 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 nail that I pounded into a, a sewage quit, pipe last week. Quit trying to hang things. In. But can I say mm -hmm. that Meg Ryan, that's her name, right? Yeah, Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. She's in the movie. The line that you're talking about. That's my least favorite part of the movie. Like her overacting and like my dog agrees too here, by the way, too. Oh, the dog's fine. Do yeah, look, the dog's good. Th there's a stranger, stranger danger in your house right now. Um, Just chaos over here right now. <laughs> 
dude, Don loves that line. That yeah, line. Uh... See, see, this is the thing. This this goes back to um, the generational thing. At mm-hmm. that time, that line was perceived. Uh, people love that line. Take yeah. me to bed or lose me forever. Me and yes, forever. now totally corny. But but I would say if we were to rank the relationships, like like the actual relationships yeah. in this film, I think it's. I really think Goose and Maverick. Well, yeah, they're the number the, one. And that's played off pretty well, though. Like it's plausible. Yep. It it's believable. That's one. I think you're right. I think, oh, who's a good, who's a good, well, Maya if you're watching us right Speaking now, of good relationships. Maya, Maya Wants to get after that contract. Stay on that leash. Stay on that leash. Don't cut off the leash. Um, I think the second one, Dex, you're exactly right. I, I think it's Meg and Goose. Mm-hmm. And after that, I think the third one, and I'm not joking, I think it might be Viper, Tom Skerritt, and Maverick. Because yeah. the Scarrett Maverick relationship there, and the fact that that Scarrett's character has the keys to unlock to to the mystery of of Mav's dead dad Duke, it is important. So, like, I think you can hit on like three or four relationships in this film that are way superior to Charlie and Maverick. Mm-hmm. Who's a good girl? Who's a good girl? Mav- Maverick's a good. Uh, he's a good lieutenant, but Maya Mackey's a better girl. All right, I got a statement for you guys here. I don't think you've touched on this. Uh, Jerry Bruckheimer, as a producer of movies, is better at his job than most people in entertainment history. So hmm. this is the run that Jerry Bruckheimer had throughout the 80s and the 90s that led to a $900 million net worth. Okay? okay. Wow. Flashdance, oh, Beverly oh. Hills Cop 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Top Gun. Should have stopped. Yep. Days of Thunder. Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. Crimson yeah. Tide. The Rock. Con Air. Armageddon. Coyote Ugly. Gone in 60 Seconds. Remember the Titans. Wow. Black Hawk Down. Pearl Harbor. Wow. All of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And all of the CSI TV shows. Yes. TV. Huh. His net TV. worth is $900 wow. million. Dollars. Jerry Bruckheimer. Sense. Old Jer. Dude, you're right. You're Just exactly right. Just slinging the hits. Sling and takes. And, and Sling and hates. I love it. Yeah. But the formula, the formula to me is crystal clear and it works. And he was smart enough to stick with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. The I action, mean, this guy. The formula works. So, how does that work? So, I mean, does he get just, does he get paid? He must, to get that sort of net worth, he must have a chunk of these projects, yes. right? So, apparently, he gets every time yeah. CSI episodes from 15, 20 years ago air in syndication, he gets a chunk of change from that somehow. And much like Spielberg, my guess, he's got, he at some point in time began to get equity in companies, right? Like, I'm sure he's got a Probably. piece of, of, a, of a studio like Spielberg does, yeah. which makes perfect sense. Yeah, good man. All right, any more statements to clear out here before we get to the uh I've got one more. Yeah. Oh, fire away. Uh, I love Goose. Just, uh, Goose is the best. I, I, I try, I think, and I looked back. I think both you said you are the goose of the, of of this movie. I I myself was the goose of just of a, this just film. Just a good wingman. Just a yeah. good wingman, man. Just looking out for your buddy. Um, yeah. you know, your error is what causes my own death, but that's okay. Uh, you know, I, there was I was no there. As a no, good there was friend. no error. No error there. No error. No blame. He's cleared. He's completely cleared. The jet stream thing oh, killed oh. the engine. No, no. The very thing is at at the end of the day, it's not Mav's fault that the plane crashed. Absolved completely. 
my last statement is this. I said it last time. Declan was, I think, very upset by it. Phil, mildly upset. But I will bring it back because yesterday I went into the film with the intention of seeing how I felt about it. Goose's death still doesn't bother me one bit. Doesn't move me. What? That's so Here's why. screwed up. Here's why. Because Goose is the ultimate in collateral damage. He is his wingman. This is a very in, sociopathic He is in the back you. seat. Yeah, it is. He is in the back seat. Goose was asking for death, and he got death. What, what do you mean he was asking for death? He, he followed along everything Mav did, and Mav was, and look, in this case, Mav was not at fault, but Mav did a lot of dangerous things. So the jet that, streams are not to blame. That You're led, saying Goose is to blame. No, I am saying that if you follow a guy like Mav through life, which is what Goose did, he, he was going to be with Mav because he loved him all the time. Sometimes I can get with you on that one. I, what I would say is... It doesn't upset me. My issue with the death, it was it, it was kind of bang, bang, right? Just It, it happened very quickly. Yeah, got, He lands got in the water quick. and he's just dead. I feel like they should have played it out a little bit longer. There should well, have been a little bit more... About. Well, how, how about the scene where Tom Skerritt walks up to Mav and is like, I had guys die. You'll have more guys die. Pick it up, kid. Get back in the air. Yeah, it's the le- lessons you got to learn. Flying yeah. dangerously. So yeah, they just they, they kind of sped through some of that stuff. I, you know what? As far as pace of film goes, I <laughs> I just told Dex that I had no problem with that. I do. I actually I do have one more statement. The soundtrack of this movie oh, is incredible. It is, and all, it's still all time. holds up yeah. to this day. Yeah. I mean, Kenny Loggins, Cheap Trick, Miami Sound Machine, and Gloria Estefan Dude. playing in the club. Lover Boy, Otis Redding. I mean, it's Old just. School. Yeah, it's 60s all the way through the, the mid 80s. Just so many great things in the soundtrack. The album Reach, the soundtrack did number one in the U.S. charts for five non consecutive weeks in the summer of 1986. Can you imagine? Wow. Best selling soundtrack of 1986 and one of the best selling soundtracks of all time. Can you imagine wow. that acid wash jeans driving around town, top of the convertible down with that soundtrack playing? Yeah. With the buzz. In the 80s? With the buzz. <laughs> so great. Amazing. All right. Anyway. Any final statements off Top Gun before we get to the definitive bad guy rankings and entertainment? I'm just excited about? for Top Gun Maverick now. So, all right. Uh, and by the way, the uh, the definitive rankings here presented by our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. They've been around helping minimize risk for businesses. Now, if you have you know $30 million planes as part of your business, I don't know what kind of experience they have in helping you. You could put a phone call in or go to the website. They're all about risk management and maximizing your business at federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. Uh, so the definitive bad guy rankings apply to pretty much every action movie except this one. And so I know that you said, you know, the bad guy is the past or whatever. Right. But that's, I don't know what we do. I, 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 last time we did this movie a couple years ago, we just didn't include a bad guy ranking. Mm-hmm. Oh, is there any, can you guys think of a, a bad guy that we can put in here? It's it's the only action movie that I doesn't mean, have a bad Migs, guy. Are Migs a bad guy? Like, I can't. Like, the Migs are the bad How guy. About this? What if we said this? Because I think we have to have a bad guy. Right. So they, they call enemy. You, you'll notice toward the end, uh, Viper was explaining, like, the sky was filled with bogeys like fireflies, right? So they call enemy planes bogeys okay. in this movie. So what if we just said, like, the bogeys. And the, and by the way, the criteria uh, uh, for the 1 through 10 rating is 
how iconic is the bad guy, how ruthless is the bad guy, and how charismatic is the bad guy. So I think in this case, we would say, not to sway voting here, the bogeys are the bad guy. They're kind of just in the background. They're not iconic. They're not ruthless. That's a one. They're not charismatic. It's a one if it's anything. Yeah. I think that's what we have have to to do, don't we? I'm fine with that. So, all right, so what, you're giving it a one out of ten? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The bogeys? It's nothing. Yes. yes. Dex? A one. Yeah, it's a one. It's Easily a one. Because yeah. it's, it's just not part, you know, it's, it's no knock on the movie. It just, you know, wasn't part of the movie. Okay. Yep. All right, so now we're looking for entertainment value of this movie. One being you fell asleep, it was so terrible. Ten being one of the best movies that you could possibly see. Mm-hmm. We'll start with Judd. Um, I am going to, because it executes so many things so very well, but the relationship that they tried sucks. I'm going to give it a nine instead of a 10. It's a nine. You might remember that I said on Judd's next action movie rewind, he would review a film of a grade of seven or higher. So that is a point for Declan. That is a point for Declan. Very nice. Nice job, Dex. You were waiting Thank on you. that one for weeks and weeks. For and months. Weeks. I, I think it. I made it in January. That film, I, I ain't going to give that film a six, so it's getting a nine for me. <laughs> oh, well, uh, horrible transition because I give it a six out of ten. God. You I just, I, I, I gave it a seven in, in the initial watch. You were seven watch. last time. And actually, my, my biggest, my, wow, what, I, what I said uh, that I lacked of it, because I thought, I said it was a good, fine movie the first review. But I said the lack of the true bad guy hurt it. And that's when I was still trying to get ingrained in the action movie rewind, you know, philosophy. So I think that probably skewed it a little bit. The lack sure. of a bad guy doesn't hurt the rating in this film for me. It's just, it's a six for me. I, I, I to the points I made in the, the, the offset, I just, I can't, because I wasn't immersed into that culture, I don't understand the lore of it. So for me, it's just a six. Guys, I, uh, I'm giving this a 10, the, man. He's going back to the well. So Did I seven. give it a 10? Yep. It's a 10. And you were apoplectic at, at Dex last night. You, <laughs> you ripped were, him for like yeah. five minutes straight. <laughs> yeah, you, you, were, stop. you were pissed up and at me. down. Like, yeah. you, your you exact were words upset were, at me. what are you doing? Which is yeah. the Mackie th- way of saying yeah. you're a dumb bleeder. You're a dumbass. Yeah. Listen, I've, I have come to respect Declan's opinion more over the last two years. You know, listen, Not that I didn't respect Declan two years ago, but I'll get, I'm not going to rip on Declan too bad. You people like All what right. they like. All right. But for me... This movie's so good. I watched it yesterday afternoon for homework purposes, and then it was on Paramount at night, and I watched it again going to bed. I watched the last hour last <laughs> so night. You don't, so you're not bothered at all by the fact that the McGillis Cruz thing just doesn't work? Cause I think, I, I think it works better than you think it does. I don't know what you're – I don't know. Like, you're expecting some sort of, like, you know, Romeo and Chem- Juliet, it, you know, no, chemistry. No, I want chemistry. I want, any, I want any chemistry. I want as much chemistry between them as I got between Mav and Goose. I enjoy the relationship for what it is. I think it's a perfect combination of love story, action movie, soundtrack is incredible. Yeah, the, I have, the action I, is. I downloaded the soundtrack or I followed the soundtrack, whatever you want to call it, on, on Spotify the day after we reviewed this two years ago. I still listen to it in rotation. Like oh my God. a couple times a month, I'll just you're, like all all of a sudden, sick. you know, you're you'll sick. just you're, you'll you're hear the rolling sick. credits you're song sick. come popping in. You love the eighties, dude. <laughs> it's great. So it's mm. a ten. That means it's a composite score of eight point three. Yeah, you dropped it, Dex. So there right. we go. I think it was like an eight point seven or something. Or now last onward time. and upward to what I expect to be a ten. So yeah, we'll I'm do, we'll do Pop Gun Maverick. We we all got time to watch it this week in a theater somewhere yep. and come back for yep. next Friday. First time. 
First time. Do you want to watch it with me? Go in. No. First time that we will go to a theater to actually come out. Yeah. How am I going to take notes? This will be my first time in a theater since the pandemic started, too. Me, too. Do we have to wear masks the whole time or no? Are we good on no. that? It depends problem? on the theater. I don't know. I, I think, think you're mostly fine. Okay. But how yeah. how do I take my notes? Like, I I ordinarily, like, on your, down well, you could, you could, on your phone, you could do it. Oh, yeah, just don't be that guy, you know, that has the brightness on as you're, like, no. you know, pecking away. No, I have a notepad. I take notes on my notepad. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. All right, anyway. there it is. Action right, Movie Rewind stuff, is back. It's back in the mix all summer long. And we got a full list of, of just some of the movies that we're going to hammer out here. So if you have suggestions, hit us up. Send us a, a list on Twitter. And please stop singing Judd. All right, thanks for hanging out with us. Mackie and Judd.